Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Freestyle Way podcast. How are you doing? We are getting deeper and deeper into the outbreak of the virus. The pandemic is happening. But amongst all this craziness that you may be seeing on the news or be living yourself, there are these little glimmers that I see of hope and change. And for me personally, it's been a great time. It's been a great time for reflection. It's been a great time for reframing who I think I am and how I present myself in the world. And it's also been an amazing time to reconnect with old friends and make new friends. And some of those friends I have been making through my coffee club, which if you haven't heard about coffee club, this is a project that I started in 2019, I believe around October, where I just had this sense or gut need that I wanted to meet and connect with people that I was uh, engaging with online, especially on social media. So I decided to just announce one day that I was having coffee at a little coffee shop by our home in San Francisco and that anyone who wanted could uh, show up. And uh, I had a few people, I think four people on the first coffee club and it was a fun conversation. I decided why not just continue this project and see what happens with it. And I did that and I had a chance to do it in a few places, uh, Seattle amongst them. And now as we have transitioned to uh, physically distancing (laughs) ourselves and uh, sheltering in place in order to flatten the curve, as they say, well, now uh, Coffee Club happens online. So in today's um, episode, I thought I would share the last Coffee Club I hosted, which uh, happened on April 11th at 11 a.m. PST, 11-11. I like that number, and that's why I chose to do it at that time and on that date. And uh, we had a great discussion around the topic of economy. And when I say we, I mean myself first, and then opening up the room for some dialogue and uh, talking about this. And uh, it it got fun and interesting, so uh, that's why I'm going to share it here with you today. So if you miss Coffee Club, uh, go ahead and just listen in here. If you want to join Coffee Club in the future, go ahead and uh, visit freestyleconnection.com. Scroll down just a little bit. You'll see a picture of me holding a coffee mug, of course, very cliche. And then you can just click on the link there, which will send you to a landing page. And on that landing page, you'll see the following or next date. And uh, you can just register. It's FF, as I say, which is fun and free. Uh, Yeah. And then uh, you'll get a link in your confirmation, and that link on the day, all you have to do is just click on it, and boom, there you are. You're having coffee with me and everyone else who shows up. So uh, that being said, I have nothing else to say here. I'm just going to uh, send you guys straight into the recording of Coffee Club and the conversation that we had. Thanks for being here. I hope everyone's well. 
Sending you guys much love, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. <laughs> What's happening? Look at this double screen here. This is cool. Uh, like this. All right. We have a good number of people here. So far, we have 30 people, 30 of you guys here. This is crazy. Mike, I see you. Bam, I see you. Linda, I see you. What's up, Linda? Nate, hello, my friend. Good morning. Uh, Mike, is it warm out there, Mike? <laughs> Last time it got really cold, I thought, but maybe there's been a time change. Marcy, I see you. Hello, Marcy. Lucas, I see you. Hello. So as you can see, this is the, the, the largest coffee club I've ever hosted. <laughs> What's going to happen? That's the question. Um, it seems like most of us are starting to uh, get in here and join. We're still going to have people joining as we go. So here's the plan. Um, I'll do some talking. And as we go, because there are a lot of us, what you guys can do is in the chat, you can start leaving comments and questions. And uh, I will be uh, looking at those comments as, as we go. And I'll do my best at trying to uh, address those. And if there's someone who wants to chat directly with me, what we'll do is uh, we'll just uh, get you unmuted and, and we'll have a little conversation. Uh, but the chat room is where we're going to communicate with each other. And uh, the way that we're going to treat this is just as um, me sharing some thoughts, which, by the way, nothing that I share is the truth. It's only my truth. And it's currently what I'm, I'm thinking about and what I um, believe is important in my life and what I see around myself. And, and one of the goals that I have with Coffee Club is to be able to connect with others and hear others, uh, other people's opinions and to uh, be able to riff a little bit, reflect a little bit. And just from last coffee club, who was here last coffee club? Let me, let me know in the chat. If you were here, just say here in the chat. So I know that you, yeah, cool. We have a couple of you guys. Bam was here. Chris was here. Campbell was here. Fantastic. Yeah. Let me know if you were here. Kimmy, I see you. Hello, Kimmy. Hi. This is so awesome. I am so happy right now. This is so awesome. You guys are amazing. Uh, are you guys drinking coffee? What are you drinking? Are you drinking coffee? What kind of coffee? Yeah. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Awesome. If there's anyone who's a mag magician at taking screenshots with all of us with coffees up or the cups up, please do that and share that with me later. Um, cool. Espresso. Fantastic tea. Love it. What kind of tea? What does the cup say, Carl? Uh, the cup says, uh, doing the most good. It's a Salvation Army cup. You guys see that right there? Iced tea, latte homemade, fantastic. Honey and lemon, nice K. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get this thing started. Uh, it seems like everyone is doing pretty well. Thank you for chatting here. Thank you for being here. Um, last night, uh, I was lying there in bed about to fall asleep and um, I was just thinking about everything and uh, I realized that I was, I was uh, 
not on edge, but I was feeling something. My my like like my friend Tom Reed, who's here. Uh, hello, Tom. Uh, would say I was a little activated, <laughs> and uh, um, if if uh, I would have to put a number on that activation between one or zero and ten, I was like an eight. And I started asking myself if I was feeling anxious or nervous or if I, I, I couldn't pinpoint out what I was feeling. And I realized that I was excited and not excited in a frantic way, but excited like uh, a kid, uh, you know, the day before their birthday or, or something special or uh, the day before summer, uh, summer break starts, just like anxious, excited. And it was me being anxious and excited to be here with you guys today because this is what I have been dreaming of and thinking about for so long, which is to be able to connect with uh, people like yourselves. I, I believe every single one of you who is here uh, is here because you're curious, uh, because you've connected with me in the past, uh, because you just have a gut feeling. And that alone is what uh, brings us together. And that's a very special uh, thing. And I, and I just wanted to start by honoring that and saying thank you for uh, just taking the time to be here. This is so, so amazing. So thank you. Uh, I really appreciate you guys, every single one of you. And although one of my original goals with Coffee Club was to be able to talk to you in person and um, uh, kind of in a physical reality and, and to be able to have one-on-one -on -one dialogue in a group setting, uh, I think we can still achieve that here in some way because I'm, I'm looking at you guys here on the screen and, and I see Michelle and I see Michael and I see Kimmy and I see Julie and I see Kyle and I, and I see you guys and I feel like we're here. So this, this must be real and I'm, I'm just very grateful for that. So uh, I'm glad we're doing it and I'm glad you're here. And today, <laughs> what I wanted to talk about, and the reason I'm, I'm kind of chuckling already is because it's almost uh, comical for me to say it. I want to talk about economy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I, my friends, I'm not, uh, I'm not an economist. In fact, uh, one of the biggest struggles that I've had in my life is around finances, my relationship with money. But here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about economy uh, from the following perspective. And it's from the origin of the word economy. When I uh, went to university and college and I studied environmental science, my favorite subject was ecology. And ecology is, is the study of uh, life. It's the study of every living being that exists on this planet and the interaction amongst each other. And the word eco comes from Greek oikos, which is home or household. And in uh, ecology, that's what we study. In economy, the, the, the suffix nami comes from the word management in Greek. So economy is the household management. 
And this is very relevant to what we're doing right now. I see some of you are in your, in your car. <laughs> I got <laughs> uh, you're not in your household, but most of you guys here are in your homes, in your household. We're currently in quarantine. And while we're in our household, we are uh, starting to get to know our home in a different way. And maybe some of you guys have already moved furniture around. Maybe some of you guys have started cleaning in a different way. Maybe some of you guys have noticed that just the act of going to get groceries or walking the dog or entering and exiting the household, the rituals around that have changed. And as of late, I've really been thinking about what, what is economy and what is the management of our household? What is a household? Is it the home that we live in? Is it our bodies? Is it our community? Is it everything? Is it the planet? And what I've arrived at is that um, the common denominator and the household is our planet. It's the planet that we live on. And I've been really asking myself, how am I managing my relationship with my household, with my home that is the planet? Do I even know my home? And how is the economy, how is the management of my household, how is it done? And it's done through transactions. And in economy, uh, we either transact services, goods, or financial assets. And if you guys just take a second right now and think about how you are currently managing your household, your relationship with the planet, how are you transacting with it. What are some ideas that come up when you think about transactions with your environment? Let me know in the, in the, in the chat. What are some, some things that come up for you? Um, I can share some things that come up for me. Every breath I take, oxygen comes in, CO2 comes out. That's one. Every time uh, I eat uh, and uh, I have waste after that. Yep, eating and expelling. There you go. Chase, Chase is talking about nutrition. Yeah, so we have these different transactions. What, what other transactions do you have? Uh, Michelle talks about uh, emotional health, uh, interacting with my husband. Yep, exactly. So if you were here last Coffee Club, I talked about the six um, fold upgrade that we're receiving. And I'll, I'll, I'll just uh, kind of reiterate on that one more time. And what I mean by six-fold upgrade that we're receiving, I'm talking about this time that we have where we have slowed down. We are, most of us at home, um, and things are not as hectic, not as uh, fast technically as they used to be. We were able to uh, get to know ourselves a little better. We're able to start to reflect a little bit more. And during this reflection, I believe that we're receiving six different upgrades or in six different categories, which are in the way that we think, in our bodies, and uh, in, in our relationships. That's the top three. And uh, just like Michelle said, I have interactions, transactions with my uh, my uh, my husband that's the relationship part then we're going to receive the upgrade if we're willing <laughs> in our craft which is in our hobbies or interests 
we're going to receive an upgrade in um, the way that we manage our resources. I talked about toilet paper last time. And we're going to have uh, the biggest upgrade, which is an increase in awareness, which is our ability to see more. And uh, in this increase in awareness, um, what ends up happening is that we kind of fold back in to the, the first five that I shared, which is our mind, our body, our relationships, our craft, and the way that we manage our resources. And the reason I wanted to talk about economy today is because at every single one of those levels, we are transacting, we are exchanging. And the question is, are you, am I aware of every single one of those transactions? I'm not, because most of my day, I operate on a habit automatically. There's many studies on this, but apparently we make around 37,000 decisions per day. 70% of those decisions are all automatic. We're not even aware of how we're, how we're making those decisions. They're all based on our unconscious programming. They're all habitual. And now what's happening is that because we have time, we are able to change those habits or become aware of those habits. And they happened in the mind. Every time one has a thought, there's a transaction. And this is where the transaction happens. It's in the moment that the thought leads to a feeling. You feel something with the thought that comes in or goes out. And that feeling right there is like a ledger. It's like the thing that records the transaction. And those feelings, as the transactions in our thoughts happen and the ledger gets written, those emotions, those feelings get basically um, installed in our body. Thus, our thoughts, the exchange transaction of thought that we're having ourselves, now starts to reflect in our body. This sometimes looks like stress, but sometimes you have really peaceful thoughts, really uh, joyful thoughts, really fun thoughts. And those also translate. So it's not just the negative ones, it's also the positive ones. It's not just the ones that cause us harm, but it's also the ones that give us uh, something beneficial. And it's important that we can see that in our mind, the ledger is in our feelings. That in our body, the ledger is in the biomarkers. What are biomarkers? Well, when you go and get a blood test, whatever's on that piece of paper that your doctor gives you, th those are your biomarkers. And those are ledgers. But now they also go beyond the body. They go in how, they go into how we interact with our environment. And our environment, yes, may be this physical thing that we're around, but for us as human beings, it's this. It's what we're seeing here. It's with other people. Every word that I am saying right now is a transaction. Whether you are answering me right now or not, 
this is a transaction. Some of you guys are answering in the chat. Some of you guys are transferring that into your brain. Some of you guys are feeling something. It's going into your body. You're feeling something or you're starting to question. You may have even forgotten of what, about what I said for the last three minutes because you weren't paying attention. You were already going through your ledger. You were recording. You were reviewing, reconciling everything that is you. In addition to our relationships, then we have our environment. I don't know if anyone here, I know Chase lives uh, in a very beautiful, uh, natural place where the landscape is amazing. So I know that Chase is interacting with his environment, his natural environment. I, I know my friend Nate, I think he's here. Um, I can't see him at this moment. But Nate also, uh, who, uh, runs a company called the run experience he goes out and runs a lot in in northern california and it's beautiful out in nature so i know that nate is interacting with nature but are you interacting with nature and if so how are you doing it and i want you to think about this and this is more uh than than thinking about are you recycling right uh, are you maximizing the your food waste meaning are you able to eat as much as possible? Are you able to repurpose your food as much as possible? This transaction is the mere and pure observation of nature. Right now I'm looking out a window and out this window, uh, there's a tree and there's some grass and today's a cloudy day. So the sky is kind of gray and uh, you would say maybe a little uh, boring or sad. But when you just sit and look and you observe it, all of a sudden something hits you. You see leaves moving. You see trees swaying a little bit because of the wind. You start to listen. You hear the birds, just like Mike just said right now. You start to hear the birds. The moment you hear your environment, you are creating a transaction. And that transaction right there, what will it do? Well, it develops a relationship that goes beyond our species, beyond who we are or who we think we are as uh, human beings. It transcends into our body. It makes us feel something. And then it elicits, it evokes thinking. Thinking that is coherent. And this is the most important aspect of everything that we're trying to do during this time in thinking about economy, household management, and upgrading ourselves in these different aspects. It's a coherent thinking because what we have in our head matches what we have in our heart. And when we can do this, when we can be in a state where we're thinking, where we're feeling, where our body's in, in alignment, where the, the expression that we have to the people around us, plus with the environment, all of a sudden we enter a state of appreciation. We can see the value in what we have around us. We start to realize, oh, wow, that tree, these plants, this grass is translating into oxygen, oxygen that I breathe. And thanks to that oxygen that I breathe, I'm alive, I'm here right now because of that. And that's something that we are, for the most part, on an automated lifestyle, 
that uh, doesn't allow us to notice it. But once you notice it, that's the game changer. And this time in our life is the time to notice. And what does that do? It changes our economy. It changes the way that we see our household, not just our home, our physical homes, our planet, the environment that we interact with, and thus changes our management, the way that we interact with those resources. I see some of you guys nodding like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see some of you guys just like big eyes kind of thinking, what is he talking about? <laughs> right? And, but this is the conversation that we're currently having. And what does that ultimately translate to? Well, it translates to a greater level of awareness. And the greater level of awareness is what you could call consciousness. Consciousness means a state, a quality of being awake of awakeness, of alertness. Do you notice? And as you notice it all, can you let go of it all at the same time? In other words, can you become just one with everything? And this, of course, is something that uh, only enlightened beings get to experience. But we, <laughs> as mere mortals who are right here, right now, are getting to experience it simply through this, this type of exchange. This is important. Now, uh, so if those are all our, our transactions that we're experiencing, something that I've been thinking about is that the economy that most of us are part of is not one that is governed by uh, a, a capitalist mindset or a communist mindset. It's something else. And it's the government of self. That's where the transactions are happening. Unfortunately, in the government of self, which is of the individual, we have overstepped the boundaries. And we, most of us, live in an economy of the IOU. Oh, just, you know, I'll pay you back later. This doesn't just happen with banks or credits or debt. This happens in every single transaction at every level that I talked about in our thinking. Like, I'll, I'll take care of that thought later. Don't, don't think about that right now. You, you don't have time to think about that right now. Just focus on the work that you have to do to climb this imaginary ladder that you've created for yourself, which is total bullshit, by the way. <laughs> that, that imaginary ladder is going to weigh. We, we, we say, ah, I, I, I'll pay you back later. I'll think about that later. Ooh, I'll feel, I'll feel that later. I'll work out later. I'll, I'll talk to my loved ones later. I'll tell them I love them when the time is right. I'll appreciate my planet when the time is right. Not right now. I'm busy. I have a meeting. I have coffee club at 11. Coffee club at 11. I have to be there. We live in the IOU. And the question is, if we live in the IOU mindset and economy, who do we owe what we owe to? In other words, who is you? 
Who do you think you are? That's the problem. <laughs> the first problem is that we think we are something. And I want to give you an example of this. Um, before the, the new year, around October or so, I thought to myself, you know what? Maybe I'm going to go get uh, what one would call a regular job, a nine to five. Okay. So uh, I started making some calls and, and talking to people. And uh, they asked me to send them a resume. Okay. I haven't had a resume in my life. I, I just haven't. And I, I started to put together somewhat of a resume. And I started getting so upset. And I was like, why am I getting so upset? And I know that if my friend uh, Tom is still on the call right now, he, he would say, you don't put Carl in the box. That's why he's getting upset. <laughs> but the reason I was getting upset was because the resume was me trying to put myself in the light that would make someone appreciate me or like me or want me or see me as valuable. In other words, the resume was asking me to tell a lie, a limited version of myself. And inside of me, everything is screaming, be unlimited, be everything. Showcase the good and the bad. Be, be the whole thing. Because the moment you succumb to limiting yourself to one facet, one way of doing things, I believe we are limiting our ability to fully understand our relationship with the world that we live in. Now, I understand that rationally we can play the game. We can play the game uh, of uh, transactions. Let me negotiate. Let me make this, quote unquote, fair for both of us. But it's all based on lies. And it's not us lying to the person on the other side or to the planet or to anything that we're transacting with. We're lying to ourselves. And we're not even meaning to lie. We're telling a story according to our relationship with ourselves, with our own awareness. And this is the importance of the upgrade. And this is the importance of the practice that must exist at this time. So as we sit here and we uh, sip on our coffee or you guys just listen to whatever craziness I may be sharing with you at the time, my hope is that as I express myself, as we are here, that something is coming up, whether it's something that doesn't feel comfortable, whether it's something that is in disagreement with what I'm saying, uh, whether it's something that feels nice and joyful or like, oh, that feels closer to home, or something that feels completely confusing. It doesn't matter. The fact that it's evoking something, it's, it's a sign, it's a bridge, it's a catalyst for exchange. The question is, are you willing to participate in that uh, exchange? Kimmy, for example, here right now is saying, I'm dying for dialogue. Yeah, what, what, what do you want to talk about? Kimmy, let's get you on. 
unmute yourself. Talk to me. I mean, fireball just got released. No, I, yeah. I think this is cool. I, I'm curious right now um, where everybody else is kind of like, like what you just said. How are you guys feeling? What is this bringing up? I know for me, um, the IOU thing that came up, I was like, but what if you don't subscribe to that? And the balance between like this external validation and game that if you want to participate in these jobs, like that's the landscape of participating in those jobs. However, there's this internal orientation and validation that you also need to have. But if it's only that, then it's like you think of yourself as like a god and the rest of the world's like, uh, yeah, it doesn't work like that. So it's a balance of both. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm just curious like where people are at and how they're kind of like creating structure in their life right now. When you yeah, have share that in the, in the chat, please. Okay. Um, so here's the, here's the beauty of this is that the way that we transact, create transactions, is what creates the, the ecosystem. The ecosystem being uh, the, the community of beings that are currently uh, engaging. And a lot of us have been told <laughs> that, that there is a right way of participating or engaging or doing things. These are methods, techniques, that 100%, and Kimmy knows this, uh, you, you, you teach breath work, you teach communication, you teach fitness, <laughs> whatever that may be. Um, and, and you have methods. You have ways of doing things. Uh, the question is, do those methods fit all? Are those methods universal? And that, that's something that we need to ask ourselves. What do you guys think? Do you guys think there's a right way of doing things? If so, what way is the right way? Let, let me know in the comments here. We have, we have some great uh, comments coming through. What is Lucas saying? My life has not changed. A lot is, it's, it's my truth. I'm reaching out to friends more, but I'm not going crazy. I make task lists for each day and weekly schedule for everything. Yeah, I think being organized is extremely important. And this is a matter of getting to know who you are as you function through... Uh, this world. And what I want to do right now is as we are about to transition into some questions and potentially uh, creating dialogue right now, I want to put this in context. Just in the comments right now here, uh, in the last month, has your lifestyle changed? Just say yes or no. If it's changed, say yes. If it's no, say no. Cool. I see a lot of yeses. I see a few no's. Yes, no, yes, no. Cool. So it's like 60, 40, it seems like. For those who say yes, what is the major change that you've experienced? Just one, write one, one thing, one line. What is the major change that you've experienced? Human connection, no work, communication, creating new income streams, discipline has changed. Yeah, remote learning, cool. And for those who say that their lifestyle has not changed, tell me what it is that has uh, not changed for you. What is it that has stayed the same that you're like, oh yeah, my lifestyle is the same? 
not working every evening. <laughs> That's a good thing, Mike. Balance, energy, rhythm, purpose, energy. Cool. Working from home. Yeah, Caroline, you do work from home. Uh, Lucas, you do work from home too. So do I. Yeah. So is that the only thing? It's, it's an interesting thing that the majority of those who say that their lifestyle has not changed, they're like, oh yeah, I work from home. That's my thing. So does that mean that you are your work? Now, for those who, um, you know, okay, let me, let me share this. Yesterday, uh, I was thinking, uh, okay, we're on day 29. I entered tw day 29 of sheltering in place and being in this state. What have I learned in these, in these 29 days? What, what is it that has, here I am telling you, we're getting six upgrades and we're going to, you know, focus on our new economy. But what have I really learned? And I was struggling to figure out what that was. But if I, if I really start to think about it is I'm just now learning to let go of everything, Incl including who I think or thought I was, that everything. And in many ways, just saying, all right, fuck it. <laughs> just catch me like that. And you can call that surrender. You can call that whatever you want to call it. But we're all to some degree holding on. Because if we were enlightened or had fully let go, I bet you, you wouldn't be on this call. We wouldn't be having this conversation. So in many ways, we're all just starting to let go. And uh, some of us may never be able to fully let go. But if we can let go of one thing. What would that one thing be today? What is one thing you can do? When uh, my friend Nate loves to ask good questions. When you say catch me, who is it? Well, uh, who is that that's catching you? Death, the end. We're on borrowed time. One question that Nate asked me, actually, I would love to get Nate here on board. Uh, Nate, can you unmute yourself? I would love to talk to you. Kimmy, thank you for sharing. Are you still unmuted? Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Kimmy. I'm going to get uh, Nate on board here. Nate, All talk right, to can me, you, please. Can you hear me? There you are, Nate. Hello. Hello. Um, who's catching you? Death. You asked me a great question over dinner uh, when we were at your place uh, last time, which is, would you be, I, I can't forget the, the word, but it was satisfied or okay with not achieving anything else uh, in your life or accomplishing anything else in your life? And I said, yeah, I'm fine with it. Do you remember that question? Yeah, I think it was, we were sort of talking about what we had done, what we were sort of excited to do, but also that was sort of tied into just like, you know, if I did or didn't do anything more else in this world and was just sort of like cruising, like, would I be okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and I said, yes. And I think what it is, and I, I even told Tanya this uh, yesterday, I said, I don't think I'm going to die soon, but if I died tomorrow, I would be okay. Hmm. So here's a, here's a question. If you hadn't done what you did, written your book, done the seminars and all that, would your answer still be the same? How could I know? Uh, hmm. How could I know? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're, we're being faced with this 
this notion of uh, is what we're doing here really true? Is what we're doing in this life really meaningful? Is there really a purpose? And if so, if so, what is it really? And it's it's uh this is where people's we're walking we're borderline walking uh you know that line of people's belief systems. Yeah. So you were saying earlier about the resume and how you sort of struggled with it a little bit because it felt like you were trying to it was like a it was like a a lie potentially to yourself in certain ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really have a resume either, but you know, resumes also existed before people could look on LinkedIn or social media accounts. It was like a quick snapshot of just like who you are and, and what you do. So if the resume is a lie, what about all the other stuff? It's also a, probably a lie. It's only a truth out of the big picture. And I think once one feels unlimited, if I feel like I'm being limited in my ability to express myself or to be seen, immediately I feel like I'm not growing, that I don't have purpose, that I'm not, uh, I'm not navigating things in my most authentic uh, self, if you want to call it that, or the most genuine way. And I, I, one thing that I wanted to allude to here is in economy is I do think our economy uh, the way that we transact is going to change. And one of those changes may be in, for example, cryptocurrencies, okay? We're going we're gonna to have these uh, digital currencies. And if you think about money as, I think it was, uh, I think it was Noah Harari actually who said it, like the, the, biggest, the biggest lie in human existence is money. It's like, it's the one story that we all agree to say, okay, this is true. If we took money away and it was, a pure exchange, just this exchange, how could I best exchange with you and you exchange with me in a way that transcends time, meaning that goes beyond our lifetime, where the IOU doesn't exist, it's just pass it on, or uh, I'll pay you back in 200 years whatever that may be. This is where, uh, once again, we're, we're borderline exchange of energy, time, uh, value, where it's, uh, we could say, you know, energy doesn't, is not created nor destroyed, only transformed. What if transactions are the same? What if transactions are, it's not a, it's not a, a thing that is either created all of a sudden and then disappears. It's, it's always there, that that ledger is fluid that that exchange is fluid, that maybe, maybe my time is up here, or maybe now it's time for me to just wait until uh, things start moving again, and then I become relevant. Um, are we supposed to force uh, our way through this life, or are we supposed to just go with the flow? Are we supposed to do both? Where is that happy medium? I think that's kind of... Um, one of the questions that I'm asking right now. And yeah, what, what comes up for you when I say this? Are you, Carl, what, you know, going back to um, what you're saying is like earlier, it's like, okay, I'm not, uh, I mean, I'm okay if I don't 
you know, accomplish anything else left. Like there's a, there's a sense of the word. What do you think of the word ambition? Because uh, right now there's something, there's something that's driving you to mm-hmm. bring all these people together. And so how does like ambition and satisfaction fit? Because there's something driving you. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can share with you what, what's coming up for me. Um, there's always been, let, let me peel all the way back. When I was a kid, I was scared shitless to be around people. I just wanted to be around my mom in my little safe place, not go outside, not hear loud noises, just like keep me away. When I found gymnastics and I felt empowered by what I was capable of doing with my body, there was something about stepping onto the competition floor where uh, I, I kind of transformed. And that was exciting and awesome and new and just felt like, oh, this is crazy. This is challenging me in a way where I still feel like I'm home. That ambition, if you want to call it that, which was a need for exploration, a need for growth, a need for challenge, a need for uh, showcasing myself to an audience, grew, 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 and turned into seminars, writing a book, YouTube, whatever it is that I did, right? And that became what one would call like my body of work. Very exciting, very cool stuff. The realization was that no matter how many milestones I hit, it was never enough. Things never felt enough. They didn't feel good enough. They didn't feel strong enough. They didn't feel uh, like they were validating enough. So I decided, what if I go the opposite way? What if I say, screw it. I don't do any of this. What happens then? Well, what I realized is that nothing could stop the side uh, in me that wanted that kind of exploration, that uh, curiosity, that like pulling of a string without knowing what was coming on the other end. And the coffee club is that for me. It's, it's being able to see all of you guys right here and have uh, borderline uh, strange conversation in somewhat <laughs> of a structured manner. With, with what intention? Well, I don't know. But I do know that it feels right to me at this moment. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this feels good. And that there, there can be something here. And when I'm looking at some of the comments coming through the chat, it's cool because we're seeing that you and I are having a conversation in this group. And on the sides, there's another conversation, meaning we are creating. And when I say we, is all of us are creating a ripple effect that we can't see, but it feels right, thus must be right. And if it's not, I can rest assured that there are going to be natural consequences on the other side that are going to say, hey, no, don't do that. This is not, not what you needed. And maybe that's too late. Maybe that means that life as I know it ends. The question is, am I okay with that outcome? Uh, and can I just let go of that outcome and just trust that I'm doing exactly uh, what I want to do and how I want to do it right now? Does that, does that kind of answer your question? Uh, yeah, that's great. 
Yeah, I think Kimmy said something interesting here. Said it seems like balancing your identity between what you're good at, but also having the grace to accept that uh, what isn't a competition is an exploration. Yeah, and then Jim says play. Yeah, I think play is such a uh, an important play is actually I think one of the uh, uh, major seven one of the major seven emotions. Play. <laughs> you guys should look up after this. You should look up uh, uh, what's his name. I forget his last name, but he um, he was known as the rat tickler. <laughs> okay, and and basically what he studied was the emotion of play in rats, and he realized that uh, play was one of the fundamental emotions that we as adults had neglected, and that we needed to uh, bring into our transaction more often. So that's that's something to think about. Yeah, it's, a, it's hard to be, um, it's hard to navigate this uh, as, as it's, uh, it can easily become a little woo-woo. What do you think, Nate? Uh, yes, it is very woo-woo. You mm-hmm. know me, I always like uh, a little bit more uh, tangibility, Yeah, I guess. So I um, can we get super weird for a second? Uh, we're already halfway there, man. We might as well, might as yeah. well keep going. Do you, do you love me? Yeah, I love you. Yeah, and, and I love you too. We can't measure that, but I, I do love you. And I do feel loved by you. So if, if that we can say uh, with confidence, mm-hmm. without thinking it's woo-woo, then everything that we're talking about makes sense. I think it's that simple. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the, that's the economy of the heart. Mm -hmm. It's not the, it's not the mentally one up. It's not the mentally going to war. It's not the, um, it's not the physical, like, let's fucking fight it out and see who can win. It's not the, I'm just going to surrender and be a victim here. I'm a victim of what's happening. That's not what it is. It's, it's actually cho- it's choosing to be in love. Like all of us here, we're in love, which is a state of acceptance. It's a state of uh, feeling like, okay, I can express myself. If I fail, I'm supported. It's a place where I can, um, I can win and not get too high on my own supply, but still feel high. It's, a, it's, it's being able to experience all of the human experience uh, unconditionally. And I think that that is the essence of, of, uh, of this, in my, in my opinion. What, what do you guys think here in the chat? What do you guys think? Um, Kimmy says here, someone saying, amen, Kimmy, amen. Do you guys know what amen means? Amen means true, truth. That's what it means. That's where it comes from. Yeah, what did Kimmy say here? It seems like acceptance for people, this is moving fast, acceptance for people to articulate how they perceive life. There's not right or wrong here. Yes, I think expression is important. So here's something interesting for everyone to think about, um, especially in our household management, which is kind of the theme of, of today, the economy, which is the transactions, is that, uh, men, <laughs> male energy is very much of expression. We just say shit, we fix shit, right? 
but the, the female energy is more the one of experimentation is what is being said here and how can we nest how can we create foundation the female energy is the is the matrix it's the womb it's the thing that holds produces and i think right now one of the things that we're being called to do in many ways is to um not try to express ourselves anymore and just experiment tinker explore and see what works for us and then share that with other people in a way where they they uh can find value in it and i think that moment the moment you take expression turn it into experimentation and share it in a way that people can experience it or find value in it that's the moment where integration happens and the moment you integrate something that's like uploading or updating your software um yeah that's that's something that uh i believe uh is true um nate do you have any any final words anything you would like to share before uh we continue moving here um no man i i'm glad to be here it always takes me a moment to digest these things so i'm just kind of drink, drinking it in mhm mm mhm mm Yeah, me too. I th I think all of us it, How do you guys feel right now? Do you guys feel like this is overwhelming? Is this crazy? Is this super clear? Yeah, what is one word that would describe how you're experiencing this moment right now? Write that in the chat. Open-minded, yeah, helpful. That's two words. <laughs> This is clear to me but I have been working with this for a while. Yeah, Baron, you got it. Joanna says interconnection, thought provoking, LFG, chewing on it exactly. Birds and bees exactly. I I'm I'm totally in agreement with that. Expansive, it feels strange. Yeah, reinforcing, connecting, comforting. Yeah. All of that new. Yeah, all of this it's supposed to feel all these ways and if if we can simply accept that everything that is happening right now the way that we are perceiving it and experiencing it is our own perception it's an individualized perception i think that gives us the ability to exercise extreme compassion and accept everyone else's point of view the question is can you let go of that yeah you have, you have something nate i've been um exploring a new uh meditation app it's uh waking up with uh Sam Smith Harris? I think before oh, it's, it's, Sam, oh, Sam Harris Smith? there we go Sam, yeah but I can't one is one is an artist and one is a meditation guy <laughs> um <laughs> um but one of the things they one of the exercises he's been going through is to really like really zero in on it was sort of like your look at your hand exercise the other day it's like zeroing in on different points of um sensation like what do you feel like temperature and like what do you like sometimes you'd have you meditate with your eyes open like what are you looking at and you'd sort of ask your questions as like where is this sensation coming from in the sense of like if you like could you point to yourself in your body like are you behind your eyes or your head if you hear something is it 
from here or is it more of like this sort of like cloud of sensation so mm -hmm. he's trying to shift it in a way of just like just sort of like sitting in this like kind of like cloud of awareness where all this stuff kind of comes so it's it's cool that that's all i can say about it right now i can't <laughs> yeah, it, 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 I'm just like, oh. I agree. It, it is cool. It is cool. Um, but that feels a little bit like what we're talking about today, where it's sort of like, it's like, it's there. And if you try to like define it, it just sort of like falls through your fingers. That's sort of how I feel. Yeah, uh, I think I think you, you make a great point. It's kind of like when you look at it directly, it disappears. You can only see it kind of through the your peripheral vis vision. If you think about mm -hmm. it that way, it's kind of like, as soon as you try to look at it, it disappears. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, like to, I like to set the example uh, of my, my dog, Callie. Uh, my dog, when you try to pet her, she leaves. But if you just sit still, she comes to you and sits right next to you, and then you can pet her. I, awareness or uh, being able to see our thoughts, our feelings, movement uh, our relationships is all about being able to just sit there hold space or create space and allow for things to move towards you uh, rather than you trying to chase them and I think that's part of uh, this uh, like meditation or someone said be careful going down the Sam Harris rabbit hole uh, of, uh, of asking yourself the meaning of life or uh, yeah, it, that it can be a little deep and, and, and dark and confusing. But I'm not scared of going there. How about you guys? How do you guys feel about that? How do you guys feel about the unknown? What's, what's your take? Uh, let me know in the, in the chat here. Cool. Yeah, so uh, like the lens of a camera, zooming out, relaxing focus allows a broader view of life. Yeah, that's, that's a beautiful example. My friends, we, we are getting to the hour here. Uh, we can go for another five or ten minutes. but. Uh, for those who have to leave, I, I just wanted to kind of close a little bit here and uh, bring, it, bring it back. Bring it back to this notion that um, I believe, and you guys, of course, can take this however you, you, uh, you want. I believe that it's important that right now we think about ourselves as citizens of this planet and that we are all one species and that we're interacting with all these other animals and life plants included and that if we are all one on this planet what part do we play and to realize what part that is and, and something that Nate and, I, Nate and I had a one-on-one uh, -on -one coffee the other day and um, I talked about uh, imagining uh, our planet our our bodies as the uh, economy as the whole system and I asked him uh, does the whole body get the same amount of blood supply from the heart what do you guys think does the does the whole body get the same amount of blood supply from the heart no way no no, no, right? <laughs> nope, nope, nope. So <laughs> when we are in a resting state, I believe it's something like approximately 30% of the blood goes to the liver 
The other uh, approximately 30% goes to the kidneys. When we are active or moving, 90% uh, of the blood supply goes to the uh, skeletal muscles. So no, there's not the same blood supply to the whole body. The question is, where does the blood supply go uh, and why? Well, it goes where it has to go in order to keep us alive. If we on this planet right now are a part of a whole body, that means that every single one of us here uh, is playing some sort of role. We're in some sort of organ and an organization. How much <laughs> blood supply do we need? How much energy do we need? How much do we need coming towards us? How much can we manage? And thus, how much can we uh, send back out? What role are we playing? Are we the pinky toe? Are we the heart? Are we the stomach? Are we the brain? What role are we playing? And if we can ask ourselves this question, I think we can put into context um, the way that we run our own economy, whether it's in our thinking, whether it's in our bodies, whether it's in our relationships, whether it's in uh, our resource management, or whether it's in developing our craft as uh, business owners, as artists, uh, or whatever it is that we may do. So I think that's something to, to think about, and I think it's important. Uh, Julie said, feels like we need a whole new transfusion. Yes, I, I agree with that. We, we, need a, we need a transfusion. And here's the beauty is that we create that transfusion ourselves. And here's another interesting concept just for everyone who's here. If you're in the movement space or uh, you, you study the body, if you think about the planet, we, the human beings, are part of the nervous system. We, human beings and animals, are the sympathetic side of the nervous system. We're the go, 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 the active, active, active. All the plants, vegetation, is the parasympathetic side of things. It's the, hey, relax, recover. And we need to find some sort of uh, balance there. And I think right now, more than ever, uh, we have almost like been told to go rest, to be a little bit more like plants, uh, and to grow here, stillness, grow in place, rather than... Uh, to be putting out all the time. It's, it's, it's time to create that transfusion to get that uh, influx of, of new information and to be open to that. Yeah, I think that's important. Anyways, um, is there anyone who wants to say something who would like to just uh, turn their mics on and, and uh, share something uh, before we, we leave? If you wanna write something in the chat, feel free to do that. Else, I just want to say it's awesome to see so many people here, Carl, and thank you for doing this for everybody. I'm sure I speak yeah. on behalf of everybody. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for being here, and thank you everyone for, for being here, joining in. Um, one of the things that I intend to do now that I have more information on how many people are showing up and what's happening in the chat, we'll have more organization. I would love to hear more of your voices in the, in, in, in the, in the future. Uh, I'm, I'm just now getting to see some of your faces. Joseph, I see you. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Uh, very cool. Very cool. Katrina, hello. I see you too now. That's cool. Anyways, much love to everyone. Thank you for being here. Hopefully this was uh, either insightful, uh, somewhat inspiring, uh, 
and hopefully confusing. Confusing because that's going to get us to think a little bit more and, and uh, go inward and ask ourselves some hard questions. Anyways, thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for being here, Linda. Thank you, Joanna. Mike, thank you. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate it. Michelle, thank you. Yeah, and everyone else who's here. Much love to everyone. Bye-bye. We'll see you soon. Thanks for being here. Talk to you guys. Bye. Thank you.